Hey, this is Ashley, your esthetician, and I am creating a podcast to share information with you um, about the beauty industry, the skincare world, and wellness. When I get to see you, 99% of the time, the service is about you and uh, the service that you're receiving, and the 1% is about me. Um, So this episode is to share a little bit more information about myself and some juicy details for you. But um, when we spend time together and we're doing your facial, your hair removal, um, or your brows, we're just really focused on that service and those results. And there's so many layers to the beauty industry and creating healthy, beautiful looking skin. So the later episodes, I'm going to share with you some tips and tricks and to educate you a bit because um, we see so many things on social media that look like it's done so quickly and that's just not, you know, true. There's a lot more to it. But so I want to share a little bit about myself. Um, I was uh born and and raised in hometown Illinois, which is near Oak Lawn. A lot of people don't know where hometown is. So I would say it's in between Chicago, Evergreen Park and and Oak Lawn. I went to Oak Lawn High School. Um, I've been an esthetician for 11 years. And that's crazy to me to say I'm saying it. I'm like, has it really been 11 years? Um, So when I got out of high school, I went to a spa. I don't know who I thought I was at 18. I saved up like my money and I was like, I'm going to go to the city. I'm going to treat myself to a spa package. I had the mani, pedi, um, a massage. I actually booked a Brazilian wax, which I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Um, but that will be, you know, some juicy fun, fun story for you in a second about that service in my experience, but, um, and I had a facial and so she was doing extractions and I'm like, oh my gosh, this girl's going to hurt my face. What is she doing? Um, and I had no idea what she was doing and I asked her and she's like, look, I can help you clear up your skin. Cause I, I had very acneic skin, um, in high school and I went to see her every three weeks for six months and my skin cleared up. And during this time, I was already in college uh, for culinary arts, and I did uh, graduate with my associates. And as soon as I graduated, um, I enrolled in aesthetic school. And the moment I walked in uh, to Pivot Point Beauty Academy, I went to the location in Bloomingdale. I lived in Schomburg for a year uh, because that's where the esthetician that cleared me went. I was like, oh, my God, if I want to be as good as her, I have to go to the school. And as soon as I walked in there, I knew it was my element. Um, Even from the very get-go, the teacher would watch me and she would tell me I had this finesse and I had honestly no idea what she even meant by finesse. And throughout my whole career, anytime clients get a facial with me, they always say, wow, this is the best facial I've ever had. And this isn't just a facial, it's an experience. And I've kind of carried that little legacy with me. Um, I got into the industry because I had, you know, acneic prone skin. And I wanted to 
pop pimples. I was like, I can pop pimples and get paid for this. And I don't have a boss over my neck. I'm in this room by myself. I get to make the calls and the treatments and the protocols. This is amazing. Um, but then I realized what I do is way more uh, than skin deep. Um, it was a few months into when I first started working. And a woman came in and she had booked a uh, vitamin C facial. She wanted to uh, get something done before her husband's benefit. And her husband had passed away. And when he had passed away, she was pregnant, she said, with her fourth kid. Um, and her husband was an iron worker, and he fell uh, from the building in the city, and he died. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, we're going to make her skin look glowing and radiant. We're going to make her look well-rested and not stressed and that she hasn't been sleeping. And she falls asleep during the facial. She wakes up and she doesn't even compliment me on how her skin looked. She touched my arm and she looked at me and she said, thank you for giving me a moment of peace. And in that moment, I was like, oh my God. I never thought about that. I never thought that it was more than just the physical look of how someone felt. And it was they can come out of a service mentally in a better place, emotionally in a better place, physically, spiritually in a different and better place. And that really touched my heart that these hands that I have and the time I have someone with somebody, I can do that. And I strive now, um, to do that with every single client. Um, but it wasn't until I was 25, my mom passed away. Um, that is also how my business got its name. And I'll share that too in a second. Cause everyone's like, what does A&M mean? You know, are you married? Do you have a business partner? No. Um, but when I was 25, my mom passed, she, uh, was driving home from the grocery store and she, um, had a massive heart attack and passed. And it was very, you know, uh, unexpected to be honest with you and a complete shock. Um, I believe my brothers were 18 and 16 when it happened. And, uh, it was just a really, really hard time. And of course, you know, when somebody dies, you reflect back on all these memories and mother's day is actually coming up and it's really special to me, even though I don't have a mom, I, love working and I love serving other women, um, who are moms or like a mom or a special mom. And I just, on mother's day, I like channel what I would do for my mom in the way that I would honor her. And I do that for my clients. And when she passed, you know, when you think of all these memories, I totally forgot. And I just found the letter. I think I'm going to hang it up in the spa for you guys to see. But when I was 13, I scrapped up all my babysitting money and I want to do something special for her. And all I could afford was to take her to a beauty school, um, Cameo Beauty Academy, if any of you guys know where that is at in Oaklawn. And uh, I was able to get her a facial and a manicure and uh, I took her to the community pavilion um, in Oak Lawn where you work out. And they had a massage therapist there. And I could only afford a 30-minute massage. And I took her. And my mom was never that mom. Like, she never really said thank you. Um, she always was, like, a very probably, like, a stern parent. But, I mean, she was great and funny, too. But 
I don't know, just something about her. She just wouldn't be the person to say thank you or I love you or or give you, smother you in hugs and kisses. But when she walked out of that massage and I looked at her and the way her morale was, like you can just tell how grateful and relaxed she was because she was that mom who never filled her cup. And when I'm remembering what I did for her and it was funny because literally just the other month I was going through boxes in my garage and I, she kept the letter that I wrote to her and I laid it on the coffee table and I, I told her I was taking her these places and she couldn't say no and I booked it and I wanted to take her out to lunch. Um, but in this moment, and I think about these things, um, I realized that I mean, I do serve men, but I really, really love taking care of women. When I have somebody in my room, you are a mom. You are a sister. You are loved by somebody. Um, You're a daughter. And I want to give and, and honor my mom and give to every single client, like how I would have wanted her to be treated and these women you know I see you guys you know are usually the last ones to fill your cup and I'm trying to turn those gears around with you Um, and I do see a lot of clients regularly and I love that and that's so important to me and I really do think that did you know the stress of of raising me and my brothers when my dad was on disability and wasn't working I really do think stress shortens our lifespan and it's very important to me that you guys come in for self-care or do something like that at home so I love you know Mother's Day and so when she died and I'm realizing you know all these things and and I'm just looking at my clients differently and that at 25 I started really showing up to work differently. I think I always showed up 100%, but there's something about my energy that changed. Um, so why is my business A&M? I wanted to, again, here I am. I'm always talking about honoring my mom. <laughs> um, I wanted to honor her in my business. And so I was looking for a way to do that. And I'm like, all right, I want my logo to be in her handwriting. And I was trying to find cursive and I was like, okay, maybe on Etsy I'll find someone who can like piece these letters together and that will be like my logo. Well, um, she only wrote cursive in one place and that was the back of all of our baby shower photos when she was pregnant with me. And in every single one, it said Ashley and mine baby shower, Ashley and mine baby shower. And I was like, that's it. My business is going to be called a and um, aesthetics and uh and I should put a picture of that too in the spa I was thinking about having like a little plaque thing to show you uh because everyone always asks and doesn't know where it comes from so it stands for Ashley and mine and it's just not my space it's also your space um I you know if you've been in a lot of the times I tell my clients before a facial or a wax like you run the show I do the service, you tell me what you like, the results you want to achieve, and I'm going to be there for you. If we're waxing and you need to tap out, or we're doing a facial and you get too hot, too cold, you need to be propped up, whatever it is, you let me know. Um, so it stands for Ashley and mine, Ash, A&M Aesthetics. Um, so yeah, I honestly, I love what I do. 
I love working. I love showing up to work. Um, if you were in my circle of friends or my boyfriend or my family, um, I live and eat and breathe what I do. When we had the pandemic, actually, uh, seven and a half of my years in my career, I worked at Lifetime Fitness in Romeoville at the Life Spa. And they said, take your stuff home. We're going to be closed for two weeks. I did not hear from them. I had no idea what was happening or going on. And, you know, everything was so tricky. I'm like, I'm working in a spa inside of a gym. What if the gym can open, but the spa can't? Or what if the gym and the spa can open, but then they had the capacity um, limits? And I was like, what, is, what if it wouldn't be worth it to Lifetime? They can only have 50 people in the gym. Why would they open? And six weeks of the shutdown honestly felt like a vacation. I really needed that. Um, but everything over six weeks, I felt really lonely. Um, not that I didn't enjoy talking to the same like two or three people, but I'm like, why am I still talking to the same two or three people? And I started to date my boyfriend, Dave, and he is so social and he has many, many friends. And I'm like, okay, where are all my friends? I swear to God, I have more friends than this. And I realize it's like the 75 to 112 clients I see a month. And some of these people I see more often and talk to more often than certain friends and family. And I was like, I miss Courtney or I miss Lisa, uh, what are these ladies doing? And I started to plan my business. I was like, I can't leave my future in the hands of the, the government and I can't leave it up to uh, a corporate place. And I said, this is it, like I need to work, I'm losing my mind. So I built my website, designed my menu and that really um, brought me sanity. And I was so excited. Um, the state of Illinois said June 29th, which every year for my anniversary, I have a gratitude sale. So keep your eyes out for that. We're, um, if you participated last year, I had a really good special and we're going to do the same thing this year. So keep your eyes open for that. But Illinois told us two days before June 29th that we could open. And that's when the gym called me back and I tried to go back. They only actually invited me back one day a week. And I was like, thank God I just didn't rely on this. Um, and like lose my unemployment for working one day a week when the gym was absolutely dead because nobody wanted to go in there during the pandemic. And I think being in a salon suite that was private, shut off for the public, and it was on one-on-one -on -one time and space, and I got to control the standards and how many people were in my space. I think people trusted me, and um, I did good work. I showed up differently than having to be at these corporate standards. My clients are never rushed in and out. You guys know that. Um, and I black out, you know, larger amounts of times than other places do to spend this with you. And my business took off uh, in eight months. My business mentor told me I needed to hire an assistant and esthetician. I did not want to hire an esthetician. <laughs> I was like, I just want to be responsible for myself. And uh, I was going back and forth about an assistant until I realized that I had so many clients messaging me, calling me, leaving voicemails. I found myself messaging clients uh, in between when you guys were dressing or undressing for a service and I couldn't show up 100% in the treatment room 
and I could no longer show up 100% getting back to you in a timely manner. And then I wasn't sending my thank you cards and it was hard to follow up and confirm appointments and wear all the other hats that I do in the business. So I hired Stephanie, which her and I actually used to work at the spa together for um, a few months. Then she left and we lost contact for, you know, six, seven years. And uh, she's been absolutely wonderful and you guys love her. And I'm so grateful to have her a part of my business. Then it came to a point where uh, I was booked three months out. I couldn't see my favorite people anymore because new clients were getting in and booking. And I was overworking myself and working 10, 12 hour days, you know, five days a week. And I noticed towards the end of the day, I noticed that my quality of work wasn't good. I wasn't showing up 100% uh, my peppy social self. I was tired. And my meals literally consisted of coffee all day and after work going through the drive-thru and getting chicken nuggets at McDonald's. So I was like, all right. My, then my clients were going and seeing other estheticians and they would come back and they would tell me my eyebrows are messed up or my Brazilian wax hurt. Um, and I said, okay, I'm going to bring on another esthetician. She is going to be my mini-me so that my clients can go to another place that is professional, is sanitary, does good work. And I uh, met Taylor in an interview, and it was 90 minutes talking. I could have sat there and talked beauty biz with her forever. Um, and then I brought her back for a practical, and... She did a Brazilian on me, and she does sugaring, which is like waxing, but she uses sugar. It's literally sugar, water, and lemon juice. It's a different substance for hair removal to remove hair. And she did such a great job. She always starts the bikini line and work her way in like I do. She kept checking in on me, and like everything she was doing, I was like, okay, this is me. This is me. And the way she worked around the table and how confident she was in the room, I was like, this is amazing. And, you know, it, my boyfriend, when I told him that she gave me a Brazilian, he's like, oh my God, you let another girl see your vagina that could work for you. And he's a plumber. And I know that's not how their practicals and their interviews go, but I could sit and watch her do a Brazilian, but I don't know how her technique impacts how comfortable I am in the pain level and how the hair grows back. And that's what I tell my clients that I'm amazing at is making such a painful service hurt less and your results are better. And I needed to make sure it was that same quality and standard that I had. And so I brought her on because of that. And uh, some clients love sugaring. They go to her now. Some clients love waxing um, or, or some are indifferent. So if you haven't came in to to do any, um, you don't have to do a Brazilian, you can do a bikini, but you know, try sugaring or waxing sometime and see what you think. Um, because I had a traumatizing experience when I told you about that spa day, what had happened is, uh, whoever was the front desk, you know, if you couldn't fit me in at a good time for a Brazilian, you should have told me I could have probably rescheduled or did a different day to do the package. 
but they had booked the Brazilian after my amazing, relaxing massage. Talk about if you want to torture somebody. So I told you I'm here for a spa day, Manny Petty, massage, facial, they had a steam room, everything. So um, for the spa day, I was actually in a robe, completely naked, no bra, no underwear. I just had a robe on. And um, after my massage, they brought me in for my Brazilian. And I don't know what the hell I was thinking and why I did a Brazilian. And I should have done a bikini, but I did the Brazilian. And uh, it was like this older Polish woman. And I walk in the room and she tells me, okay, take your robe off. And I take it off and I'm completely nude. In hindsight, looking back at it as a practitioner now, she could have done the Brazilian if I had like lifted the robe up, you know, because it had like the slit. It was like a robe you wear at home when you get out of the shower, like a coat. And it has, you know, the little piece to hold it all together in the middle at your waist. She should have had me just lift it up. Um, but I was naked, completely naked on the table. And it hurt. Um, but when she had to do in between the butt cheeks, she had me turn over on my knees and my elbows. And then I'm still naked. Like how I was like how vulnerable of a position and to be naked. And I was like, oh my God. So at this time I didn't know I was going to be, you know, an esthetician yet. Cause my facial was actually after the Brazilian. Um, but when I came to aesthetic school and it's not like I was like, Ooh, I want to do Brazilian waxes. That's what I want to do for a living. It was just, you know, I wanted to clear up acne I vouch if this is a part of my job, I am never going to make anybody as uncomfortable as I was. So when you come in, I, that's why I keep a towel on you and I work around that towel to keep you modest and comfortable. And I know some clients are like, oh, I've had a baby, everybody's seen it, or I don't care, we're women, we have the same parts. There's, you know, again, it's very vulnerable to be spread eagle on a treatment table with someone you don't know that's a stranger, even maybe someone you do know. So I keep a towel to keep you modest and covered and I work around it. And that's why when I do the backside, I don't have you on your hands and knees. Another way is technicians will have you bring your knees to your chest. I have you turn over on your side. Um, so that was my really embarrassing Brazilian story. And um, so then over time, I just got known for my Brazilians and how comfortable I keep people, how detailed the work is. Um, so that's just something I became known for over these years. Um, and then as well as eyebrows, I actually wasn't good at them. I made a lot of mistakes. You know, that's how you learn when you over, when you over wax and you rip off tails and things that you shouldn't be doing, you know, trust me, I've made those mistakes. Um, and then one day again, like it just clicked for me. I really loved eyebrows. It's very instant. Um, facials take time to see results. Waxing for Brazilians takes time to get that completely smooth look. And that's another thing people don't understand is, you know, when you get your first Brazilian, sometimes there's hair left over uh, because you have another phase of hair growth and we have to work through all of those. But that's a different podcast. We'll get into that. But yeah, eyebrows, it's instant and it completely can change the way someone looks. Um, one of my beautiful clients, Ashna, uh, she thanked me. Because growing up, she had horrible eyebrows. She was not confident about herself. She said, I doubt she had horrible eyebrows, but this was her perception. And she thanked me for making her feel confident. And that went back again, like tied in the story of um, 
the woman who lost her husband as an iron worker and had that benefit. And, you know, it's just clients like you guys that are so amazing when you come in and tell me how much I mean to you and what I do because I have bad job or bad days at work like you do where I want to throw in the towel and like I'm, I suck, I should never be an esthetician, I can't do this, I give up. And then someone comes and tells me how I've changed their life or how I make them feel. And I, you know, over the last 11 years, I remember all those compliments. And I feel like I'm using this time on earth, my gift that I have um, to be here every day to take care of you guys. And I live for that. So when you give me these compliments, it makes me feel amazing. And it makes me love what I do.